Welcome to A Battle Within, episode number 40. I'm Drew Neiman. Today on A Battle Within, Terry, my wife, and the inspiration for the program, and I are going to spend some time talking about our unique experience at the Center for Brain Injury and Repair annual retreat that we were able to participate in on November 8th, 2019. It was a really cool format, the way we were involved. We will get to it in a bit, but first we must thank Robin Armstrong for inviting us and allowing us to present in an unusual way for the retreat she was charged with. We'll get to that in just a bit, but first, if you're new here, A Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests living with and healing from post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. The conversations are real roar and uncensored from both the survivor and the caregiver perspectives. From time to time, we also get medical professionals involved so they can offer their expertise as well. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and help those in the battle, whether that is you the patient or you the caregiver. One way to do that is to share, so please do share. If you missed last week's episode, we had Jeff Huxford, MD on the program, offering parts of his amazing story. Be sure to go back and listen to that podcast episode if you missed it. He has written a book called Finding Normal, which documents his journey to finding that place after a very significant automobile accident he was involved in back in 2012. Do yourself a favor and pick up the book at findingnormalbook.com or wherever it is that you get your books. It is a great quick read, and at the time of this recording, all reviews on Amazon have been five stars. A link to the book is available in the show notes here as well. As always, we hope you find the information offered here to be useful. Remember that Terry and I are not medical professionals. We are offering our own experiences, perspectives, and info we have learned via our research. Okay, on to the episode. Hi, Terry. Are you I, ready to go? Hi, Drew. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you? I am. I'm ready to go. It's a pretty cool thing here. Can you believe that we are actually recording episode number 40? We've been doing this 40 times now. I can't believe it because I, I know I was paying attention to it, but it does seem like we just started yesterday. Yeah, it kind of does. I can't believe this is episode number 40 and yeah. we've been at it for that long. But time flies, I guess, when you're having fun. Yeah. It's been a wonderful, cool experience for me. It has been. Yeah. Today's topic, really what I wanted to talk about, was the wonderful experience that we had at the University of Penn Center for Brain Injury and Repair Retreat that we attended last week. That was awesome. Yes. So I would like to talk briefly about it and tell the folks about what the experience was like for us. You, You okay with that? Yeah. In addition, I would also like to review some of the things that we learned and some of the things that we thought were cool about being there with Battle Within Community uh, and talk about some of the things that we found to be uh, unique. Let's start talking about how our attendance in the first place came to happen. Okay. We were invited to attend by Robin Armstrong, yeah, who we met at the Mind Your Brain Conference in October over here in Lancaster. 
and she was the moderator for the panel we were on. You had a conversation with her early on, and she told you, you know, why we were asked to attend, and she was hoping to get out of her participation in the event. Can you tell us a little bit about what she was looking for from us to go? Uh, to be the ones presenting as the TBI survivors and presenting in front of scientists in that field and bringing to them like my story, what worked, what didn't work, uh, how am I doing, where am I, where am I at now, and letting them just hear that for this side that maybe they don't see necessarily as when they're working in their and their labs and things like that. Right. Because a lot of the audience were research doctors and yeah, stuff so like that. Yeah, so to bring like the human side to it. You also had a brilliant idea about the approach that we would take when we spoke. Right. So, so tell the folks out there what it was that you suggested that we do to Rob, uh, for Robin um, yeah. when we went to the, to the uh, retreat itself. Well, I have a lot of anxiety when I present, like I, even though I was a public school teacher and that was my thing I presented every day as many of you probably are aware our injuries changed that so for mine was no exception my injury changed that where I felt a lot of anxiety being in front of people uh, different situations with a lot of the noise the lights everything would bother me and I know that presenting is just still a stumbling block with those nerves so I was thinking, well, what am I going to come up with? How am I going to say this? And at the same time, Robin had said to me how she really enjoyed our podcast. I don't have a problem with the interview type format. Will you talk to me? I mean, I have issues that still come up where we have to work around some of them, but it's easier for me. You have the format. You know where you're going. I just answer the questions. It doesn't create all the angst for me. Right. Plus, you also... Focus on me. Yeah, 100%. And so I thought, well, wouldn't that be cool if we asked her to tell my story like she wanted, but do it as a live podcast? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool concept myself uh, to go about it that way. The audience was about 100 to 125 research doctors, researchers, uh, TBI slash PCS warriors. Yeah. And other, you know, other folks that were interested in, in brain injuries themselves, right? Mm-hmm. It frankly could have been an extremely intimidating situation for most people, right? Well, it, it was. <laughs> so tell us how it was intimidating for you. Well, when I was listening to, we didn't go first. So let's start with that. And when I heard the level of smart in that room and they were talking scientifically they weren't like here in layman's terms they knew they were talking to other doctors for the most part so or other scientists so they were just going and they were going fast like here's the information whipping over our heads a lot of it oh so now to get up there and here's just me and me me and my story and i know none of what you guys are talking about really (laughs) was intimidating how do you think you did in the end? Got frustrated with myself because I cried, but I did tell my story. I just don't have an easy time telling the story still. Every time I get to the part of what I tell the loss of my teaching career, I don't do well. 
So even before you were presenting, you did some things to try to help yourself calm your nerves and be in a good spot in order to present. What are some of the things that you did? Uh, I felt like the lights and the noise and everything and the long ride did take a toll on me. So I excused myself prior to one of the presenters presenting and went, found a cozy chair and just hung out in my quiet little world for a little little bit. You used some uh, oils to kind of help you out too? Oh, yeah. So I took my CBD, huffed some frankincense, and just chillaxed. For you folks that are out there that follow along on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram, excuse me, you know we actually went through the, the process of actually recording the episode, mm-hmm. and there was pictures out there and stuff like that that we posted that some of the participants shared with us for the event. We hoped to embed that recording in this episode, but apparently either I did something wrong or the file became corrupt. So unfortunately, we're not able to share that with you. Sorry, folks, I'll get better with this moving forward, (laughs) I promise. Because we want to be invited to do more, but (laughs) next time we'll make sure we're plugged in or whatever went wrong (laughs) is fixed. Aside from my failures with making sure that (laughs) it was all set up correctly and not screwing up or corrupting the file. Hey, we're um, learning. Yes, we're learning, and this is not a perfect science for us at this point. We're not professionals. Really? Yes. (laughs) You could probably figure that out when you listen to a few of these episodes, especially the early ones. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So you spoke to the fact a little while ago Mm -hmm. that you got emotional, especially when you spoke about the fact that you lost your, your teacher position because of the, the recent concussion. Well, right? teacher career, yeah. Yes. You were emotional. There's no question about that. But mm-hmm. there was also many people in the audience that were emotional. And I Robin didn't, didn't herself. didn't see it, but Robin pointed right, it out. Robin pointed it out, and she said that's exactly what she needed the folks to, was to hear the story yeah, and have the what she wanted. human element of it. So I don't think that that was necessarily a bad thing. And it's okay to, I think, still hurt because of, you know, the accident. So, you know, if you're feeling out there where, you know, you're still having some angst or anxiety or you're being upset because of what happened in your own particular situation, I don't think it's inappropriate. Right. I try not to live there, but when I do share or it comes up, it still can hurt me. Yeah, I get that it's hard. Is this something that you would do again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved being around the science community. I loved being around the community of people with the focus of looking for ways of helping in this world of brain injuries and the survivors that were there, the warriors, just everything about it was special to me. Yeah, you're also not talking about the part that after our presentation and Robin had some words to say to the audience as well after we were done kind of hard time to speak but you were sort of a little bit of a rock star in the end there were many a people that coming up and talking to you and showing appreciation for you having the courage of sharing your story well, in that environment nice was that you know normally when we do the podcast i'm sure certain things that we're saying or our guests are saying that you're saying is resonating with you especially if you are, you know, coming back, there's something that you're going to hear that you relate to. But we don't always hear that. Some of you do take the time to write in, and we appreciate that. 
that's not what I'm saying and that's not what I'm getting at. Just that we don't see every single one of you and your responses all at once, right? Right. It's not immediate. It's not right. in our face. Yep. Well, here we are. We're doing the podcast and every one of those people, we can see them and then we can hear them. They were able to approach us right away and they were able to tell us what part of the podcast resonated with them, which was really cool because here's... Uh, one was, I thought one, one of the a younger scientists, I thought it was really neat that you were talking about natural resources because he was in the area of um, psychedelics with the brain, which we want to have him on. Yeah. This is kind of cool. And he was talking about like natural stuff too. And then another was, hey, I heard you say that you were a teacher in Pottstown. Like that resonated with her because she was from Pottstown. Just different thing. Another, another was, oh, I had three concussions in a short amount of time too, uh, you know, just different aspects of things that they were going, hey, I get that or I relate to that. One presented an opportunity for working with children with TBI. So, and I think in adults too. So that would be, that's something that I'm, I would love to do. Mentor and look into bringing some of my special education skills to this field of like, how do we adapt? How do we accommodate and modify? especially now that we're in need of that. I thought that part of it was really cool. And we made so many connections also in the terms where we had all these very smart people in the room that encouraged us to continue to do this. Yeah. And to help us make connections and other things like that, that was really special to me. Right. It really validated what we're doing here about putting this stuff in in audio form. I'd agree. Aside from that, hold up. I'm sorry. It's okay. Also seeing the reaction of when they found out they were going to be hearing a podcast, they were like fist pumping and stuff. The younger folk. Yeah, but it was exciting (laughs) to me to see that. I was like, wow, they're really into it. And when we asked, I asked how many of them had ever seen a podcast being recorded. There was only a few hands that went up. Right. Very few. Aside from our part, and presenting there, we listened to many presentations throughout the course of the day related to traumatic mm-hmm. brain injuries, post-concussive syndrome, and the research around it. We also got to listen in between a Q&A session between former NFL Super Bowl champion Larry Kubin and Dr. Douglas H. Smith from the University yep. of Pennsylvania. I don't know about you, Terry, but my favorite part of the day was listening to Dr. Christina Master, who works in a clinical pediatrics part of CHOP, which Mm -hmm. is an acronym for Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania. She did a presentation talking about concussions and the role that vision has in it with children. Yeah, She spoke to so many things of of her findings and what they were seeing in children, and she did a great job of putting it in layman's terms so we can understand it. And she even referred to you during her own presentation (laughs) about how... You did so well in articulating how important vision is. Oh, no, it was about the full-time job, the cognitive therapy. Okay, yes, I'm sorry. So to me, that was was pretty cool as well. I got a lot out of that presentation. I'm going to try to reach out to uh, Dr. Master and see if we can get her on the program so she can speak to that too. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay, Terry, tell me about a few of the things that you liked and or learned at the conference yourself. Well... I really like being around other survivors. I always like that, other, other warriors. In fact, there was a lot of hugging uh, and, and warmth, and I adore that, actually. And 
to hear their stories is, is cool too for me. I loved, like I said, being around the scientists and seeing all their passion for what they do and their pride and how they displayed all their work and were able to like get up and share with their peers and how they all like really, I think, I guess it would be excited for each other. Yeah, they they were. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I had a newfound Mm -hmm. respect for them and they were very passionate about what they were doing. Yeah. And their burning desire to help people. Yeah. Right. And then, and my most favorite part really was Rob because I just felt that woman's love and passion for what she did and how she ran around making sure all of her guests were, anybody that was there was doing well and feeling good and everything was running smoothly. And you know, she was the, the engine behind all of that. So she even took the time to hang out and sit down and talk with us. Just a very special person to me. I really like her. I'm glad I met her. Yeah, I would agree with that. Anything surprise you or come up unexpectedly for the day? Yeah. Some of what I just said, it was so human and real. I didn't expect that. I agree. And acceptance. I totally agree with that. I went in thinking that we were going to be outsiders and just going through the motions because that was the expectation of us. Yeah. The humanness and the warmth in that room that was displayed towards us Mm -hmm. throughout the course of the day, to me, was amazing. And to see the people who who are dedicating their lives to this, frankly, folks, they are dedicating their lives to helping people with brain injuries and trying to figure out how to help. And how to help. That they sat in that room and attentively wanted to hear from us. You could hear a pin drop when it was our turn to speak. There was no distraction. They were completely all eyes on us, which blew me away. It wasn't like just like, whatever, the laymen are up there speaking, right? (laughs) Yeah. It it wasn't like that at all. I mean, we had all all of the eyes on us, respectful and very interested in hearing our story. The warmth that they displayed was just simply amazing. Yeah. And even if we had the podcast to be able to share, which I wish we did, but we don't. And hey, Kisara. But during the one part when I was crying, Robin came over and just lightly touched my back just to let me know she was there and it was okay. And then another woman, was it a woman? Came up and handed me a package of tissues. (laughs) How sweet. There was was a lot of tears in that room hearing your story, which to me also demonstrated the human side of it. And Robin was almost kind of bragging about the fact that you made people cry. (laughs) (laughs) Was she? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, that's exactly what I want my scientists to hear. And she was kind of like that. What was your highlight, your biggest highlight of the day? Well, probably definitely the aftermath of the podcast and seeing how what we said mattered so much. That was a huge highlight for me because I walked away in a big high from that feeling that what we're doing matters and maybe we are helping people out there and people want to want this to continue and then wondering how we can help people more with it in this avenue so it it created a big catalyst for me so to speak okay for me it was seeing you smile after the presentation with all the folks coming up to you and thanking you for what you did and giving you kudos for the courage that you displayed doing that for me, it, it brought a, a great deal of, of pride, if I'm being honest. And the fact 
that you were recognizing that you were making an impact, mm -hmm. even with these folks, was very meaningful for me. So that was that. Now, the Mind Your Brain Conference is coming up at the University of Pennsylvania in March yeah, 28th going. of 2020. We're going. And speaking with Robin, she spoke to the fact that she would like us to set up a, almost as a vendor during the events for oh, this time yeah, around. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right. And so I will link a, uh, a link in the show notes to this conference. So if you're local to the area, um, so you can sign up and follow and you along. You can jump on the podcast live. If I can make this stuff work next time, <laughs> which I promise yeah. I will do much better at that. To do a trial run. You enlightened this particular day. Do you want to talk about that at all? Or you want to save that for later? My whole, my new role in life. Yes. My hub. Do you want to talk about that now? Or you want to talk about that a little bit later? I mean, I'm I think it might you. need its own episode, but okay. you've pivoted because of this. I've pivoted. I yeah. made like a transmit. I had an aha moment. All right. So we'll save that for a different time once you yeah. define it a little aha further. Moment. Yeah, episode. Yeah. Okay. You people out there, sorry, you're gonna have to wait. See. <laughs> you know, but Terry needs to define what this is meant for her and what how it is that she wants to play this. Are you yeah. okay with that? I, yeah. need, I need a little more brewing time. That's okay. I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about it now if you wanted to. But since you don't, that's fine. The folks out there, they just have to wait. We're I'm in control ready. here. I'm working on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One thing I will say is that you hear a lot in this community that many doctors do not understand about brain injuries, right? We hear that yeah. quite a bit. And that even some of them may even disregard or poo-poo the patient slash warrior at times, like basically get over yourself type of stuff. You do hear that every now and then. That was clearly not the case here. Would you agree? Right. Oh, yeah. They understood. So they understood, and they were all over it, and they were trying to get better at it, right? That was clearly not the case here. They truly did care about hearing about us, and it was crystal clear that they are doing what they're doing because they have a strong desire to help people. Would you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. It kind of blew me away. Every single person in that room was all about that. So if you're struggling as it relates to your own injury, and you, the medical help that you're receiving, know that there are many people that are dialed in. Maybe oh, you yeah. just haven't found your person yet. Yeah. It would have been really cool in the beginning to have known this and seen this. I wonder how that would have impacted me. That's true. That's a good way of saying it. So if you haven't found yours, keep searching. Would you agree with that? Your yeah. person that helps you keep asking questions and be your own advocate. Yeah. I heard recently... From online in one of the support groups, people were mentioning that, you know, they, they didn't have anyone. They had to advocate for themselves and they had to be their own support person. That's difficult, but possible to do. There are resources out there you can still find. But if you ever do feel alone, find a support group or find someone you that can be there for you in lieu of maybe your family or other people who aren't there for you. That includes the medical professionals too, right? Yeah. Yeah, which will be taking, goes to my aha moment a little bit there. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> I know. Not letting that out of the bag yet, Terry. That's what you just told me a little while ago. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, Terry, is there anything else you'd like to add before I shut it down for today? Yeah, I really enjoyed the gifts that Robin got us. They were very thoughtful. Okay. She gave us a really great bag of gifts, and my favorite in there was the brain coasters. Oh, yeah. It was the different parts of the brain. I think yeah, it was like layered slides. like uh, slides, like lab slides. Yeah. And the whole thing together made the whole brain. That was so, a pretty cool gift. 
so appropriate for us too, because as our guests come, I'm thinking everyone who's a guest across from us, who's live with us, with us, will be using brain coasters. <laughs> okay. Right. But thank you, Robin. We loved your gifts. If you're listening. Yes. So there you have it, folks. A recap of our time and experiences at the University of Pennsylvania's Center and Brain Injury Repair Retreat. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com or on Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, please reach out to us at drew at abattlewithin.com or via Facebook. Tell us a little bit about your story and we'll be back in touch. Please take the time to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you may listen. And be sure to share with everyone in your life that you feel could benefit. Notes and resources for this particular episode will be available at abattlewithin.com backslash 040. Until next time, for those recovering, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone recovering, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Bye, Bye. guys. All right. Take care, folks. Keep battling. Bye-bye.